Hello and welcome to In the Back Pocket, the grand final edition. My name is Georgie Parker. I'm joined by seasoned grand finalist, Brendan Goddard, and seasoned preliminary finalist, Nathan Brown. Did you forget his name then? No. Mm, felt like he had a bit of a pause in between <laughs> grand finalist, Brendan to, Goddard. Yeah. You just wanted to deflect the fact that you just a preliminary. Two prelims, uh, Darren Jarman took it away from us. Four oh, goals in five minutes. Unfortunately, oh, you didn't win one either, did you? Yeah, but oh, no. we drew. Oh, we got close. No, you didn't. No, I played in a couple. You won as many grand finals as what I did. All right, you won as many as what I did. Well, let's let's go to where Nathan Brown made his name, <laughs> and that, of course, is the value hunt. Well, wasn't in prelims. <laughs> All grand finals. <laughs> Okay, let's have a look at the value hunters and uh, first up is the 20 plus disposal markets and there's not a lot of value going around at the moment but James Rowbottom represents some good value but $1.50 it's pretty short. Chatty Warner, I expect him to have a big final and then the 25 plus disposals. Uh, two goals as well, two goals will be in there. Tyson Stengel playing really well, Gary Rowan. Tom Papley's the one, I think he has to kick yeah. two goals. As you know, I like to back Isaac Cleaney all the time as well. And then any time goal score. Brad Close, for a player that kicks a lot of goals, is a very good price. And Ryan Myers, I thought the prelim had his best game of the season. Two of the better players on the ground last week, those last yeah. two. Yeah. Not expected. They were, well, you like some long shots. Norm Smith medal, you can yeah. pick one of these. Uh, yeah, there's a bit of value around. Brownie's man, Mitch Duncan's a bit of value at $23. I know that much because he's talked about him all morning, but Paddy Dangerfield, I think, the clear standout from last week after his performance against Brisbane. So we mentioned last week they'd just been idling a little bit, so he's just found some form at the right time. And as we go to the second page, here's Brownie's man, Mitch Duncan. Lance Franklin, $26. Could step up and kick four or five in a grand final yeah. if Sydney Look, to win. It's When you're getting above 20 bucks, it's worth throwing a couple of tens in. Like, I mean... Mitch Duncan at 23 bucks is worth a 10. Uh, Tom Hickey, if he dominates the ruck, it might be unlikely, but maybe a fiver on him. I just worry with Patrick Dangerfield, and he's probably had the most money at Sportsbet so far this week. Does Mills go to him? Did a really good job on him in round two. He played two. his grand final last week. So that's enough for me to say if Mills tags Dangerfield or plays on him and off him, that Dangerfield won't have the influence. Yep. Then Tom Stewart. Does Ryan Clark, who's played on halfback flankers all year, does he go and tag Tom Stewart? So there's already two players that I probably won't back. It's not saying they can't win the uh, Norm Smith medal, but there's enough doubt in my mind to not back them with money. Well, the way you've been tipping suggests that you think Geelong's going to win because... Tight. Look, that's what I was going to say. The first, it, so first decision I couldn't tell. make is who, who do you think No, I'll, I'll also be um, backing Sydney. So I'll, I'll back Mills and Parker. So Parker. you tell me. So it's not umpires that vote for it. So it is former players and media people. So if Callum Mills goes to Patrick Dangerfield, right, and he tags Patrick Dangerfield and he has 25 himself, keeps Dangerfield to 15 or 16, Mills is going to get votes. So even if Geelong win by a close one, I'm expecting it to be under two goals either way. You'd have to be backing Paddy Mill, uh, not Paddy Mills, Callum Mills as well. That's it. Well, let's get into the actual grand final and the head-to-head. -head. You kind of briefly went in that. You think it's going to be a close one. Real tight, real tight. Both these sides defend so well and they, they play similar game styles. So I think it's going to be close. Uh, I'm tipping Geelong only because I think they've got the match winners late in a game that can steady them, like Duncan, Jeremy Cameron, Tom Hawkins, Tom Stewart. I just think those top liners are a slight edge on the Sydney top liners at this stage. Well, why don't you take us into the coach's box, put your coach's hat on. You yeah. did have a win on the weekend in your grand final. Yes, yeah, I did, <laughs> thank you. The Scobbers got up uh, against Old Brighton. So, uh, but what I will say, so it's, it's assuming that Geelong, in my opinion, are gonna win too. So what does Sydney need to win, uh, do to win? 
because Geelong are the favourites at this point. And I think the biggest thing we've highlighted a number of times, been talked about for a long time, is their back six, Geelong's back six. I know it's easy to probably gravitate towards their forwards in Hawkins, Cameron, Stengel, uh, and now their smalls they've got down, they've played so well in the prelim. But I think their back six are really important. Just the ability, Sydney must make them accountable, not allow a drop-off at any stage. So we see uh, last week, during the week, of how Geelong created a plus one or a spare um, in simple terms, behind the ball, which was um, a different player at different times. They're going to make Stuart, Tom Stewart accountable. Henry. They're going to make him accountable. They have to. So Clark's going to have to go to him. Play on him. Be dangerous. Don't go to dumb spots. Stewart would roll off, drop off, uh, intercept, play that intercept marking. So they have to make the back six of Geelong accountable. And in particular, Stewart is the one. So play through him as much as you can, but just go and play on him and, and tag him. So make him defend you. He, he'll do that because he's such a good player. He can do both. But you do not want him free at any point. That's the biggest thing and the advantage I think where Sydney can get Geelong when you look at them there's there's not many areas where you can get them at the minute is is in the ruck I think Tom Hickey so he's, he's uh, game last week against Collingwood was outstanding albeit the Collingwood ruckman you alluded to Brownie weren't that crash hot but Tom Hickey there's an advantage there that Sydney can get over them and give their midfielders first use around the footy which they got against Collingwood which they got against Collingwood get the ball in their front half keep it in there um, and this other thing they could get them is just I think Sydney's got the ball use and the quickness of ball use to not allow Geelong to defend like they want to and slow the opposition down, force him in the long kick down the line. Sydney's overlap run handball, Errol Goulden, the decision makers and, and great kicks. Errol Goulden, uh, Blakey, Lloyd, they've got a number of guys from the back half through the midfield that can really expose teams' defences. Well, talk to us about some of these midfielders. Luke Parker, you mentioned, he needs to have a big game if Sydney are going to get the win. His last seven games have been outstanding, Luke Parker. So with Luke Parker, I think Geelong will be set for him the same way they were set for Lockie Neal. So as much attention into Luke Parker at the clearances and the stoppage as possible. So they'll be bumping into him, trying to push him away from the stoppage. Blixarves, that'll be Selwood, that'll be Guthrie. Every time he comes through someone, Atkins, they'll be pushing him away from the stoppage to try and keep. And here's Mills, he's the most consistent one. So Geelong aren't going to put time in him because they'll probably think he's going to Dangerfield. If he gets anywhere near those numbers that he's presenting in the last eight games and he does a job on Dangerfield, I, I like him. And Jake Lloyd, his last nine games as well. So he's been super consistent in the back end. He's just the link player, isn't he, Jake Lloyd? I mean, he, he doesn't play, takes a kick, he doesn't play a bad game, but he's, his positioning in the side doesn't allow him to play a bad game. And But the thing is, he doesn't make mistakes. So when he sits under a football, he needs to mark it. Jake Lloyd marks it. He's a very accomplished, safe footballer, and I like him. Just quickly, before we leave the Norm Smith medal, Sam DeConing as well, he's a big, big price. If he does the job on Buddy Franklin, to the tune which May did a couple of weeks ago, he might be a sneaky chance as well. Mm, I like it. What about Sydney's pace that they've got through their entire ground compared to Geelong? Yeah, I I think they're they're fleet by foot, so... um uh, a bit of play on words too because they can use the footy but they, they got they got pace they can actually use so Chad Warner from a stoppage as a midfielder he, he's the most uh, electric powerful midfielder they have in there he can expose them Nick Blakey Errol Goulden's playing more mid but getting these are all get, players with pace they, they get back to support so they can open up the ground get high up the ground and get back and expose Geelong potentially even the defenders but what Geelong won't do is they won't follow them to, to poor spots so if they get up the ground into poor spots they'll drop off them so they have to be really smart but, but Sydney have the speed to worry Geelong when the ball hits the ground. 
Well, oval and under disposals, obviously there's way more markets that we've got available in the grand final yep. than usual. So where are we seeing some value with those guys? Okay, so the over under disposal. So this is it, Patrick Dangerfield. I'm staying away from him because the disposal line is 23 and a half. Mitch Duncan, I'm taking the overs on Mitch Duncan. I think he's set for a good one. Mills, I'm gonna step around him too because I'm just worried that how much focus he has on Patrick Dangerfield, you know, that, that's around where he would be. Around 23, 24, Parker, I think, goes over. And Tom Stewart, if we think he gets tagged the way Ryan Clark tags, it's going to be hard for Tom Stewart to get a lot of disposals as well. So those players, all those players, apart from Duncan and, and Parker, I'm probably going under the rest. BJ, you're a defender. You've played in the big games. How are you going to be stopping Lance Franklin? Obviously, he's played in a bunch of grand finals himself. But I don't think he's necessarily key for the Swans. No, I think that's the good thing about them now. They they don't rely on him. We saw that in the Melbourne game. Some people said he changed the the way that game was played and the the momentum from getting two free kicks. That was generous. Just ridiculous. (laughs) But what he did last week was almost, not to his back, well, back to his best as a 36-year-old, but competing uh, is great on ground level. So they don't need Buddy Frank to kick four or five to win now. They've got multiple avenues to go. Isaac Heaney, we're highlighting here his last six games. Tom Papley's another one. There's another avenue towards goal. So Isaac Cleaney, just keep uh, in mind his last six games. Reasonably quiet, I think, in the first two finals. You like that one because it's yeah. still running with yeah. it. Stuck. Isaac Cleaney, yeah. that was brand new one. All credit to you. But uh, he, he, he's got the potential to, to have a huge influence on the game. Now, let's talk about some Geelong midfielders. We've gone pretty heavily into the Swans. Yep. Joel Selwood. A million grand finals for him. He's got the experience. And a lot more, uh, I guess, effort's going to be put into Dangerfield after his week last week. I've seen Joel Selwood, and he's playing a similar role to what Trent Cotchin did in their premiership. So not as many disposals. You look at right here. I mean, he's played a handful of games above 20. Most of them have been below 20. I expect him to play, again, a defensive role. He's consistent, so he'll get around that 20 disposal market. But I've spoken about Mitch Duncan, and above 20 disposals, bar one, which was back in round 19, um, he only had 18 disposals there, but outside that, super consistent, won't get tagged. He's an outside player, but can still win his own football, Mitch Duncan. But if Geelong break the game open, then expect him to get stats. And this is the one, Tom Stewart, we think he'll get tagged, so I'm going to be stepping around Tom Stewart in disposal markets. DJ, again, we went through the Sydney forwards. How about this other guy? Is the All-Australian forward line. Who out of them is kicking it? Yeah, well, it's, a, it. yeah, it's, it's quite daunting if you're in opposition when you look at this, particularly the coaches. How do we plan for this? So I know we're going to highlight uh, Tom Hawkins in his last 10 games, uh, Jeremy Cameron, but they're like... They're an absolute given, like the stars. What, what Tom Hawkins doing now at his age? Yes, it helps. Playing, it helps. It helps playing in a very good team, and you don't have to move out of the fifty. But <laughs> he, he's, he's doing an incredible job. And then Jeremy Cameron, he's got the license to get up the ground if he isn't hitting the scoreboard or having influence as a key forward. But he's got the license then to get up and get himself into the game. And this guy Tyson Stengel, I think this is the best story in football this year about coming back and where he's come from. Remember, he's only twenty three. I just read during the week. That's a scary proposition from what the lack of footy he's played. You know, what he's done, how he's got here, all Australian this year, and then his future he's got ahead of him. So that's the bigger picture stuff. But what I also impressed with Geelong is that other multiple uh, avenues to goal. So then you throw Myers close, uh, Gary Rowan, then you throw Dangerfield there as a resting mid. They don't rely on Hawkins, yeah. Stengel and Cameron anymore. It's a different game plan. It looks different, and that's why they're so dangerous. Who's got the edge of the coach's box? Because I love what... Both Collingwood and Sydney did last week. So uh, they tried to keep Mills behind the footy. So they put a player behind the footy. Craig McRae then went and set a Collingwood player up to that player. So it was almost like they had nine on nine in Collingwood's forward half of the ground last yep. week. So 
Don, John Longmire wanted an extra behind the footy, kept putting there. Collingwood kept putting. Yep. So it is a battle with Chris Scott and John Longmire. Who has the better game? When it mm. comes down to a close game, whether it's you know 10 points of difference at some point, it's going to come down to what moves or what moves the coaches don't coaches make. Coaches, all the players make themselves. So that's where I'm going to lean towards Geelong in this because what are Geelong? They're the most experienced team. Yeah. So if they don't, it doesn't come from the coach's box in Scott or, or the assistants. It comes from the players. They yep. know what to do. They've been in you this You think they're steadier late. Yeah. And so the odds, not that saying that Sydney can't do it, and even if in Longmire were to implement something in the game, just the ability for Sydney to do it, the odds are probably less because of the, the, the lack of experience from most of their team. So if I'm going to back someone in, in that, it's probably Geelong. More, more it's just because the players are more likely to get it done because they're more experienced and older. Now, it would be remiss of us to not acknowledge that it could be some rain around. It's going to be 15 degrees, some rain in the morning. Hopefully that clears, but it will play into the game. Who is going to deal with that the best? Is it going to be the big forwards of Geelong or the kind of smaller guys in the Swans? I think it, it doesn't suit... Either side, because either side rely on a fair clean amount use, yeah. of clean use. So I think both sides will be able to handle it. So if it does rain, I just I don't see it favouring any one side. I mean, Lance just Franklin is a tall player but can play in the wet. Tom Hawkins at ground level is as good as anybody picking the footy up from a half volley. So too Jeremy Cameron. Cameron. If it gets wet, Jeremy Cameron is in the air. On the, I mean, Jeremy Cameron's strength is almost his ground level yeah. play rather than his marking. So I think it, I think it evens out. Evens out. I like it. Well, let's go through some of our best bets. We're going to go a best bet, a roughery, and a long a shot. A roughery and a long shot. So let's go with you first, Brownie. What's your best bet? Try bet. I went the try bet last week for Collingwood, Sydney. Either side to win by 24 points or less, which is a dollar eighty-two at the moment. So I can't see getting over that 25-point yeah. mark. So a close game for me. And what about your Ruffy? Ruffy is Mitch Duncan, most disposals, group one. Because I look at the most disposals in, in that, that group? group one. Oh, you've got Dangerfield, you've got Parky, you've got Mills and all these players. So if there's Taz, Tom Stewart's in there. So Mitch Duncan for me. Um, I've got him in for, you know, 25 plus. I can't see anyone from these two sides having a big 30 pluser. It just doesn't, they don't have players that get, you know, 35, 40. So I think the highest positions is going to be around that 27, 28 mark. And your long shot, my friend. Long shot. And I'm going back to round two, Isaac Heaney. If Sydney do win, Isaac Heaney kicked five in round two. Kick five, he had 21 disposals. Do they have the matchup for him? Because they've got so many players they need to match up on. Can he kick four goals? College Jasney will be the man. Um, Lance, uh, Dustin Martin kicked five on him in a grand, or was it four in a grand final a couple of years ago? So this will be his first grand final since then for College Jasney. I thought he was outstanding last week. Best game of the season for College Jasney. But if Isaac Heaney gets on a run, and he loves playing at the MCG to a little bit more space, and Cleaney can go to work. $10.50 for a prayer. My prayer is $38. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll serve this week, so I look also, silly. let's go. It was $42 I was hearing. Uh, good one. And last week about Paddy Dangerfield, so hopefully you know what's going on I did. I said, he'd, I said he'd perform, and he did. He did, he didn't he? All right, what's I your did. best bet? Oh, my best. I'm really conservative this week. I, again, I just said I look silly. So it's Geelong the win at $1.53 at the time. Now it's $1.49, yeah. firming up. Marcus so. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think that's the one that stands out. I think you get a bit of value for Sydney, but I think uh, I think Geelong will win, as for the reasons we just explained. Your roughy, a two dollars twelve. My roughy, my Jared Roughhead. It's uh, any other result wire to wire. So this is oh, this actually gone out. I think this is two oh eight uh, earlier. So um, any other result wire to wire, two dollars twelve. So that's good. And my prep. This is where I look stupid. This is a five dollar ten thing I've got coming up here. Mm. Four ninety. 
490 now it's come into. Jeez. Reece Stanley, first time goal scorer. You've, just, you've just torched him in your whole, uh, in the coach's box. Yeah, but box goal scorer. Gonna, So gonna... he's got the ability to go forward and take a mark. So we've seen him go back last week and release a, a back to be free, but then he can hit the scoreboard when he's the ruck. So remember, he still will be playing ruck, and yes, I think Tom Hickey's got the advantage over him. And remember Tom Hickey then, when Reece Stanley's not the ruck, it's Blitzarves, and Blitzarves an unbelievable athlete, but Tom Hickey's a better ruckman. Mm. So he will have the advantage there, but... Reece Stanley can get around the ground. He's a, he's a good athlete also, but he can go forward and kick a goal. Or what about you, Parker? I've got for my best bet, I have got Papley, 15-plus disposals, Warner, 20. Selwood, 20. Stewart, 20. Mm-hmm. I'm Warner staying away, away yeah. from the head. Plus 433 for that one. Uh, I like that. Grind Myers, now he's been getting a lot of the ball. He mm-hmm. sneaks he's under the radar. Well, and he's had week. 15 disposals, five of his last six matches. So I like him. Heaney and Dangerford for a couple of goals. I think that they're going to be big game performers. And this is my roughie, $42.50. But this is if I think Sydney are going to win. I, I don't think they will, but if they were, Ooh. I think all of those things need to happen. Um, Heaney needs to have a big game. Papley needs to have a big game. So a nice little $10 on that one. Great celebrated, Tom Papley. <laughs> Best in the game? Best Be- in the game, than without you. a doubt. Hey? Better than you? Yeah, much better. Every time he so they're 60 it, points down, he's celebrating. Again? What was your best again? I celebrated a draw. <laughs> <laughs> Give a uh, bird to someone as well. Flick uh, a bird to someone. Twice. Yeah, maybe twice. I'd find twice for it. Uh, <laughs> Well, that's it from us here in the back pocket. And that's our final episode, obviously, for the season. It is. The last season. There's still, obviously, AFLW. You can have some AFL tips on. But heaps of sports bet gear coming out over the summer and spring. Three wide, no cover. That comes back out tomorrow. We've got Money Men back in a few weeks as well. So spring racing, obviously, a big time for us here at Sportsbet. And the Grubs. You don't know much about the Grubs, but the The Grubs grubs are back over summer as well when the cricket season starts on. But punters, we will be back next March for the AFL season 2023. It will sneak up on us before we know it. So we'll see you in a few months. Thanks so much for joining us throughout the year and make sure you always do gamble responsibly. You know the score. Stay in control. Gamble responsibly.